Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, we're back in studio. It's episode 64 of season two of the Daily Intermission podcast. My name is Greg. I am joined, as always, by Nathan Brown. How are we doing today? We're doing fantastic. Have you seen Woodstock 99? Woodstock 99? Is that a flick on Netflix? Uh, Yeah, it's a limited series. Okay, I haven't seen that, but there's some gruesome stuff that's going on there, isn't there? you got to check it out, man. It's absolute borderline treason. I'll take a peek at it. It's crazy. Okay. And obviously this was a concert. Yeah. They tried to like replicate the original Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. Which I believe was in 69. Okay. Um, But uh, don't quote me on that. But yeah, it's it's pretty much Armageddon, man. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll take a peek at that. It's crazy. Uh, I'm always a sucker for a documentary. But I will say... That this pregame show is brought to you by Manscaped, the best tools for your family jewels worldwide. The most users get this men's grooming kit. I'm telling you right now is top of the line. If you use the code TDI at manscaped.com and get 20% off free shipping. I mean, this stuff is, is great stuff. We talk about it all the time. I mean, the, the variety of products you can get are, uh, is fantastic. And so go check out manscaped.com. Nose trimmer, ball trimmer, ball butter, ball butter, ball preserver. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know how, you know, preserving. Yeah. You got to preserve. No, yeah, well, exactly, yeah. You got you to gotta do that, so. It's fantastic stuff, so make sure you get over there and uh, and use the code TDI, but continue on in the pregame show. You're on a bit of a heater right now on the on the golf course. We went out, uh, I know you had an 80 last men's night, which is which is solid stuff, and then we went out and, and uh, you played well on uh, during our one-hole challenges. <clears throat> yeah, my irons are just absolute fire wagons right now. They might be my fire wagon of the week. Okay. They're just, I don't know, I'm just hitting them well. I guess my driver's going okay. It's not going high or anything, but it's it's going down the pipe. Fun in the fairway. Yeah, it's yeah. fun in the fairway. And then I got my, uh, you know, as long as I'm like 150 out, I seem to be laughing here. Yeah, for sure. So. No, that's that's fantastic news. And um, no, it's been it's been a good summer on the golf course. I mean, we reflect back until like May when we were like oh man, it's been a bit of a struggle, like, you know, and we may not be finding our games. And no, it's, it's ended up being a good summer on the golf course. So we've got a huge event uh, around the corner. We're going to end up vlogging the whole thing. We are heading to PEI on the 6th of September for the Atlantic Championships and the RBC Canadian Scramble. So if we end up winning that event, we will go to Cabot for the national event uh, at Cabot Links and Cabot Cliffs, which is just going to be outrageously fun. So we'll uh, we'll document that. It's a, a five-man scramble. It's our four-man plus the head pro of our golf course. So I'm feeling pretty good. I, I like our chances there. Uh, but we'll continue to, to preview that uh, as we get closer to that event. Uh, Need some other news. Andrew Tate and Jake Paul. So Andrew Tate posted a photo this week on his Instagram page with Jake Paul's manager. And I think that uh, it's smart for both parties to set up this fight. I mean, I yeah. think the business would be booming. I'd want to watch this fight. And it looks like they're going to fight it sometime in the yeah. near future. I, I mean, this is one of the, the Paul ones I'm actually going to tune into. For sure. I can't remember. What was the one where he... Uh, the only other one I watched was the one where 
oh, who is the guy? I, his name has evaded. Nate me Robinson? Right no. Tyron Woodley. Uh, the like the remember the guy showed up and he's like the meme. Oh, he was Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I watched. Yeah, he got knocked out. Yeah, it was outrageous, dude. Yeah, he showed up like he just ate in fifteen hot pockets. Oh man, standing at the edge of the bed, all the memes. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. And then there's those memes where they just go flying through galaxy after galaxy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like in the ocean, <laughs> they just go. Yeah. I was always losing at the memes though. It's like uh, the girl spends like fifteen or like like a hundred bucks on like lingerie for a guy to stand at the end of the bed like this, and it was Astrid. Oh no! <laughs> oh hilarious. Man. So yeah, he got roughed up, but that should be an exciting fight, man. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing what transpires there from the Tate brothers and the Paul brothers. But Nate, it's been a quick pregame show because we've got a lot to get into. It's been a content filled week. We're moving into quarter one, and it's going to be the MLB. We got quarter two NFL. We got the halftime show. What jersey number do they wear in quarter three? We'll talk about the golf world, the PGA Tour. And in quarter four, we'll bring it home with a little bit of basketball news and a little bit of NHL news. But Nate, staying in quarter one, MLB, the Toronto Blue Jays, the team that dominates the country of Canada, have been struggling. They've been on a brutal run, man. And uh, it's been a tough scene, man. This UC Kikuchi guy who they signed to a three-year, $36 million deal is an absolute muffin show. <laughs> he gets battered and bruised, man. He gets It's like home run after home run, man. He can't get out of the first few innings. He's been a brutal pitcher uh, this season. You got Jose Barrios, who they signed to a seven-year deal, like $150 million, has been struggling. The only two guys who have been okay have been Gosman and Manoa, and as of late, they've been struggling. So the Jays have been an off, and have been you know awful, and I mean, it's uh, it's been tough times in Toronto. Yeah, it seems like it's been so up and down for them this year. You know, it seems like they have a little bit of a hot stretch. They have another little down stretch. Like, there's not really a whole lot of consistency. It's either they're doing kind of poorly or they're doing kind of well. Mostly poorly, it seems like, this year. And even, like, the Rays, too, they're kind of in the same boat, I feel like. I feel like the Rays are, like, at one point I'd look at them, I'd be like, okay, the Rays are out of it, and then now they're just, like, ahead of the Blue Jays again. Yeah, it's super bizarre. I mean, I, I just reflect on to like to Russell Dorsey and all of the analysts preseason. I mean, the Blue Jays were were picked to be a World Series winner or a world a heavy World Series contender. I mean, we had Russell Dorsey on the Bally Sports MLB Insider, and he was like, "I love the Blue Jays roster. I think these guys are going to win a big run." I mean, it's been a disappointment in terms of you know the 110 games that they've played this season. Um, and it's it's mainly due to the pitching uh, and uh, and the bullpen. I mean, they didn't address much of the starting pitching at the deadline. And um, I mean, you just look, you lose uh, Ryu for the rest of the season, and he's getting paid eighteen million dollars. Kikuchi is getting paid thirty six million dollars. Is awful. And uh, and they just haven't had consistency from uh, yeah. Gosman and Barrios. It's been Alec, the Alec Manoa show, and when he's not playing well, they're not playing well. Yeah, it's also crazy to think like we've been talking about the Red Sox and how bad they've been. Yeah, and the Jays are only four games up on them. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's gonna be. I mean, and you know, it's still early in the year. Like if they say they get hot at the right time, like I look back to the Nationals run, they get hot at like the end of August. Yep, rolled through. But we'll see. Yeah, it has definitely been a disappointment. I was expecting this team to be more Yankee caliber, how they've been this year, record-wise. Yeah, and the Yankees, the team that we thought might win 120 games this season, have been terrible as of late. Yes, I mean, have. this team has been struggling as well. I mean, there's only really one team in the AL East that has been strong, and it's been consistent. It's been the Baltimore Orioles, surprisingly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I I think that these teams are just in a slump, and it's not a bad time to slump, like you said, Nate. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the Jays can do. I mean, they need some more consistency from their pen uh, and their starting pitching. 
Uh, but the AL East has been uh, full of content, and uh, the Blue Jays have been struggling. But Rodolfo Castro, Nate, the, the individual who got called up for the Pittsburgh Pirates last week and was rounding second and slid into third, and his iPhone 13 fell out of his pocket, has been suspended for one game. And uh, I don't really know what scenario. Like, what was he doing with his phone in his pocket, man? The suspension is because of the phone? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I get. So are they, like, kind of incorporating that to, like, cheating? Or, or you just can't. I think a, it's just misconduct of equipment. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. Can't, it, yeah. It could be just injury. Pro- yeah, like yeah, I guess so. protocol. Like yeah. it's just like yeah, you, you can't just can't have your, your cell phone yeah, in ridiculous. your pocket firing off a B reel on uh, whole uh, whole one. Yeah, he was first base. He was on an Instagram line. Yeah, yeah, rounding the bases. <laughs> yeah, it was actually. Imagine him just like running between first and second. He's just like, yeah, my favorite color is blue. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, just yeah. answering questions, just chatting on his phone. It was it was more, one of the more outrageous things that's happened in the MLB in the last few weeks. But yes, he did get suspended. Uh, Nate, the Texas Rangers have fired their GM and president of baseball operations, so it looks like they're cleaning house. I mean, they brought in Marcus Simeon on a huge deal this offseason. Um, they also brought in Seager, um, I do believe. So, I mean, they brought in some big guns, and uh, and obviously they're not happy with how their season's going, as they shouldn't be, and nope. and uh, they fired their GM and president of operations, so they're cleaning house there in Texas. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, they haven't been too relevant, I mean, uh, you know, for a little while. Um, I remember the Teixeira days, and, and and yes. uh, the uh, the days back in the uh, early mid two thousands, but um, Mark yeah, Teixeira. yeah, he was a hammer oh, man. Got absolutely yeah. vacuumed by the Yanks. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. But uh, yeah, the Rangers cleaning house. Uh, a nice story last night in the MLB. Uh, the New York Mets called up youngster Brett Batty. And in his first at-bat, hits a two-run dinger. His family's in the crowd. I mean, that's a special moment for Brett Batty to absolutely blow one out of the park in his first at-bat. Can't so. draw it up any better than that, can no. you? No. That is just childhood dreams. Yes, right there. it is. It is. So, uh, Brett Batty, man, absolutely electric stuff, dude. Hitting the two-run home run in front of the fam and uh, your first game. So, hopefully the Mets keep you around for a bit, buddy. Uh, Joey Votto is having season-ending soldier's shoulder surgery. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, what the rest of Joey Votto's career looks like. Is he going to come back? Does he have another season in him? He's probably going to go down as the greatest Canadian baseball player of all time. Uh, I don't know about Hall of Fame. We'll see. But yeah. uh, but uh, certainly has had a, a career that we will acknowledge and, and, and won't quickly forget about in Canada. Even if he does get in, they'll be running the steroid screening on him immediately after. So yes. he'll probably get booted. But uh, yeah, I would say he's probably the best. Like who? Jason Bay, Larry Remember Walker Bay? would be yeah, Larry yeah, Walker. would be the guy that that yeah. holds that crown right now. Jason Bay, yeah. Jason Bay, what a guy. Yeah, and Justin Morneau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been some good Canadians, man. For sure. Yeah, um, but no who was, body. Who was the Votto's Who was the Matt Stairs from? Yeah, Fredericton? that's right. Yeah, that's right. Matt yeah. Stairs, um, and then Eric Gagne, pitcher. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's been some good Canadians sprinkled throughout the uh, recent history in the MLB, but I think nobody tops what Joey Votto's done with the MVP season and, and typically in the top ten in MVP voting in the NL. Uh, but uh, we're going to continue to watch these wild card races, and we'll continue to bring you the latest news in the MLB. But the marathon continues with about 50, 60 games left in the season. Nate, we're going to move into quarter two, and we got a little NFL chatter to come at you. And we're starting off not in the NFL; we're starting off in the minor league football. And uh, we all remember Aqib Talib, an absolute legendary corner who played for the Patriots and the Broncos. He was an absolute mouthpiece. He was a shutdown guy. He was a great corner. So he was at a youth football game with his brother. His brother was coaching this youth football game. And I guess there was a confrontation between the two youth football coaches, one being Aqib Talib's brother. He ended up whipping out a handgun and shooting and killing 
the other youth football coach, an awful situation, an absolutely terrible situation in youth football. I'm not sure what state this happened in, uh, but it came to leave his brother. It looks like he's going to be going away for a long time. Man, crazy. Some of the stuff that happens in minor sports is just like, like, how does it get so heated that you whip out a weapon and shoot a guy? It's absolutely asinine, man. Yeah, like, I'm... I, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's just something out of uh, you know it, it's a it's a horror movie is what it is. I mean, yeah. I, obviously you see confrontation all the time. I mean, I remember growing up in the minor leagues and coaches go at it, refs go at it with the coaches, and coaches coaches go at it mostly. Um, yeah, I mean, whether there's a dirty play or there's some coaching misconduct, whether it's like a beatdown and you're still filming that, like their coaches do go at it. But I mean, it never ends in a shooting. Not. Um, you know, not that I've ever heard of. And, and so this is, uh, yeah, obviously making its rounds in the news and, and due to the fact that uh, it's, a, you know, a potential Hall of Fame quarterback's brother that's involved. So um, obviously awful news there with the Talibs, and uh, we'll continue to monitor that situation. Aaron Rodgers came out this week, Nate, and said that he's very frustrated with his young receivers. Obviously last year he sat out and, and due to the fact that he was he was unhappy with the management and, and the moves that they've made and obviously drafting Jordan Love with their first round pick and not taking a receiver. And now that Devontae Adams has asked for out and uh, Marcus uh, Vandal Scantling has, uh, or Marquez Vandal Scantling has gone to the Chiefs. I mean, he's left with Alan Lazard and, and a bunch of young guys. So uh, I guess he's not happy with the route running and, and the playbook uh, memorization. So uh, he's Dude. struggling right now in training camp. Every week. This guy comes out with something. It's like, I'm doing shrooms. I hate the ownership. I don't want to be here. Every single week, I swear to God, every single week we record a podcast. It's Aaron Rodgers. Something's going wrong. For sure. So, I mean, I could, I can definitely see why he's frustrated uh, with his young receivers. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, Nate, it seems like it's headline after headline you yeah. know, with this guy. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he can get those guys on the same page because Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, and I'm yep. sure that he can make a lot of these young guys, um, you know, worthwhile. And, and we'll see. Maybe there's a, fan, a few fantasy sleepers on the Green Bay Packers we'll be looking at. Mm. But uh, Zach Wilson has yes. had knee surgery and uh, we'll be missing the remainder of the preseason. This guy can't catch a break, man. Whether it's nailing MILFs in the media and it's, you know, having an awful rookie season with the Jets. I mean, playing in a huge market like New York, he's going to be in the spotlight with, mm -hmm. with, you know, with whatever he does. But, uh, yeah, throwing a pick on five attempts in his first preseason game and having to go get knee surgery, very tough look for Mr. Zach Wilson. So is he staying at the two to four week range here with this knee surgery? Is it a little yep. longer? Okay, just so. a little scope, just okay. a little, uh, just a little tune up. Yeah, it's it was a, too serious. Yeah, it was a bruised MCL, I think, but I think yeah, I was just going in to clean up some stuff. Okay, um, I want this guy back for day, uh, week one. Yeah, oh yeah. We need this guy. Yeah. He's uh he's a walking headline. Oh my uh, goodness. Yeah, like I said last time, I'm gonna be watching this guy very closely this season. Absolutely. He's uh he's filled with content and I don't think the Jets are gonna be very strong because they have also lost their number one offensive lineman, Makai Becton, top round pick uh from a few years ago, was done for the season with the knee injury. So he's gonna be without his best protector on the O line for the entire season. So it's getting ugly for the Jets pretty quick here. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to this so much. He's going to get absolutely rampaged all year, isn't he? Yeah, so uh, I guess they do start the season uh, against Baltimore. So we'll be taking Baltimore on the spread because that's going to be an absolute blowout. <laughs> and Joe Flacco will be starting week one for the Jets. And we all Joe know that Joey Flacco, Flacco is pretty washed up. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I would have guessed he was retired. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's been a minute for old Flacco. Um, but I uh, need some QB drama out of the New York Giants end of things. Obviously, Daniel Dimes Jones has been the starter there for the last three seasons. Uh, but it looks like Tyrod Taylor is kind of on his heels. Tyrod, obviously a journeyman quarterback. Bills fans will know him quite closely. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I guess Tyrod's putting on a bit of a clinic in camp and, and is making a little push here and, and is making some decisions tough uh, for no coach uh, in, in the uh, New York Giants world. So we'll see what happens there. I think Danny Dimes will end up winning the job, but I guess, uh, yeah, Tyrod Taylor is turning some heads. Good for Tyrod, though. Yeah, a little man. scan going on the guy. You're not, nothing better than a good old quarterback battle going into you know week one in the NFL. You don't know who going to start but Tyrod Taylor absolutely man what a name to Tyrod oh yeah I love it yeah he's a he's a good little quarterback man and and uh he's definitely How old is he he's definitely serviceable See, he, we do guess the age right now I would say 35 okay yeah well holy smokes yeah Let's go Tyrod maybe a little younger but I think yeah he's right around there he's been a journeyman he's, he's played a lot in the NFL but uh quick. just check but hey, we're going to start uh looking at some divisions we're going to start in the AFC this week we'll do two of the AFC uh two of the like the Four to the AFC in these next two episodes. We'll do the four to the NFC in the next following two episodes. But we're going to talk about the AFC North and the AFC East. And so we'll talk about what, where we think these teams are going to fall in their standings. We won't, maybe, we won't dive into their records because we won't dive into their full schedules. But just quickly, we'll look just the face value of the team. So, Nate, we'll look at the AFC North here. We've got the Ravens, Browns, Steelers, and Bengals. And I'm going to just come out and say this right off the go. I think the Bengals and Ravens will be the two top teams in this division. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. It's it might be kind of interesting though. This, this can could be kind of up in the air. But I, I would I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm on Joe Burrow winning yep. it. Yep. I'm going with that. I say Ravens too. Okay. Is that what you're going with? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold yet on who's going to be the top in that division. I think the Bengals, obviously, uh, you know, they've got the, the the highest pedigree of players and uh, and certainly have the best offense. But little yeah. recency bias from the Super Bowl, perhaps. Definitely, yeah. But I do like the Ravens team, and yep. and uh, they definitely bring um, you know a, a unique component uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And I think they've got a gritty defense as they always do. So uh, I think those two teams. Yeah, I'll go Bengals one as well. Ravens okay. two. Uh, this is where it gets a little interesting. Is, yeah. is the Steelers and Browns because both have some QB issues. And uh, both have some pretty strong rosters outside of the offensive, um, you know, key components with uh, with with good defenses and uh, yeah. I mean, this division's really good, man. Yeah. I, I do like the AFC North as it's I'm looking be, at it. it. I feel like it could also flip, and like you never know what could happen here. Exactly, it is yeah. a tight one. Um, I would le- I'd prefer to see the Browns finish third. I think. Yep. Rather than the Steelers, but yep. that's just I mean, not a big Pittsburgh guy in any in any fashion. Okay. Um, no, no, uh, you know. Big Washington guy, so, but uh, yeah, I'm going Browns. Okay, I'm going Browns three, Steelers four. Okay, I'll, I'll flip flop that. I think I'm going to go the Steelers okay. three uh, and the Browns four, just because I think that Deshaun Watson is going to end up getting an eight to ten game suspension. So right. I'm not sure who's going to be at the at the quarterback position for the Browns for the first eight to ten weeks. Um, yeah, obviously, their defense there is fantastic, but the Steelers also we don't really know who's going to be at the quarterback position. I mean, there's a lot of Trubisky love. I mean, Kenny Pickett. Pickett looked good off the get go, and then Mason Rudolph obviously is the most experienced in that offense, uh, being there the last three years. That's so crazy to get a th- kind of a three man, three headed competition on. going. Yeah, so, wild. so it sounds like we're going Bengals, Ravens, and then Brown Steelers flip flop. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting to see. Um, Nate, we'll move into the AFC East. Uh, we've got the Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets. Um, I think we'll just cement the Jets in at last place in this division. Yes. Yeah. Undoubtedly. For sure. For Zach, sure. Zachy Wilson and the boys. I'm I'm 
you like I got Bills one. I've got the 100%. Bills winning this division as well. Uh, I'm really excited for that game in three weeks from today. Uh, we got the Bills going into the Rams, uh, and the Bills are two and a half favorites right now. Yeah. Um. So that kind of tells you about what the expectations are for the Buffalo Bills this season. Yeah. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Um. But I do think the Bills will win this division. I think they they've clearly got the best quarterback. Clearly, they've got the best offense, and I think they they probably have the best defense uh, as well. Uh, they've got a lot of vets on that defense with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer and and uh, Terrell Edmonds, and obviously bringing in Von Miller. I mean, they've got uh, a solid defense as well. Um, but uh, I'm looking at the Patriots, and I'm picking the Patriots at two. I've been following their training camp closely. Their defense has been great. Christian Braymore has come on and been an absolute issue. Uh, Matthew Judon with 10.5 sacks last year. Just as long as their secondary holds up, I think the Patriots' defense and the Mac Jones' second year, another year older, another year poised, I think the Patriots are going to be a better team than the Dolphins, and i got the Dolphins in at three. So I'll yeah. go Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. I'm going to agree with you. I was leaning Dolphins. You know, we got Tyreek Hill. They're yep. going to be a good squad. Yep. I was just thinking, like, you, you, exactly what you said. You got Mac Jones coming in, another year experience. Yep. And it's not like he was, like, terrible last year. He was pretty solid. Oh, yeah. So I expect him to be better this year. So I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. And then I guess that, obviously, as we said, the Jets are going to be fourth. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, those are two previews. With the North, uh, AFC North, AFC East, we'll get the South and West coming ne- next episode. But, Nate, we're moving into the halftime show. Yeah. And this halftime show, ladies and gentlemen, is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an absolute electric factory of sunglasses. They are just an incredible sunglasses manufacturer, and they've got the best return policy in the league. Uh, you can use the code TDI50 on ShadyRays.com for 50% off two pairs of sunglasses. They'll rip, If you break them lose them they'll send you a new pair go check out shady rays it's an amazing uh i mean nate and i were wrapping them at the barbecue this weekend looking like absolute swag wagons well i had somebody trying to take mine saying they were their his ray-bans that's very and true i said well no they're not those are my shady we rays. actually had to clarify with the logo <laughs> it was a bit of yeah it was yeah, a bit of a bloodbath it was i was like give me back my shady rays it doesn't help that that guy ray-bans. was absolutely out of it yeah that's fact yeah. but you know, I was like, give me back the Shady Rays. I don't want your damn Ray-Bans. Yep. 50% off. And as you said, too, about the uh, best return policy, um, you know, what you said, lost or broken. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. They'll fire you a new pair. Shady Rays, baby. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. But, now we're moving into the halftime show. Guess the age. We're looking for three. Guess the number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah. Guess yeah. the age. Yeah. yeah. Guess their jersey guess the number. number. Yes. All right. You want me to start off? Sure. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen is uh, 10? 17. Oh, boy. Well, it's oh. unfortunate. Mason McTavish. 23. That's correct. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is... Uh, he's single digits. Nope. He's not. Nope. Oh, boy. Jeez. It's been a minute since I've uh, looked I at know. it. I know. It's only second year. And how many Jaguars games do you really... Uh, I might have caught... Into? One for the OT game last year. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I honestly, I, I like. It's one of these ones I can picture it, but I just like. Oh man, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, give me. Uh, give me 17. 16. Wow. See, I wouldn't. I don't even. I still looking at him. I can't picture. See, I wouldn't have got jersey. Trevor Lawrence either. It's I didn't ridiculous. know he was 16. Uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine is Zach Levine 11. He's eight. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna swear. Uh, wow. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, 23, right? 26. Nice try. Damn it, man. Uh, my boy Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogdan, whatever everybody says. I'm probably getting chirped for mispronouncing Is he 26? That. 13. Okay. Yeah. Jesper Bratt. 63. Boom. Paul George. 
13. Bang. Alex Edler. Alex Edler. Oh, that's a sneaky one, too. Jeez. Uh, I feel like he's uh, he's actually kind of higher than I think, but I, I'm not going to get this. Is he, he might be like, is he like two? He's two. He is two. Yep. Okay. Man, I was thinking like 55 about the start. Uh, Anthony Sorelli. Anthony Sorelli. This is a good one here. Um, I was going to say 79, but that's uh, um, Colton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is he 71? He is. Okay. Good recovery there. Um, Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. Uh, he's 36. He's 35. Jesus, man. That's a good look, though. That's horseradish. Uh, Robin... Expected to miss the entire season, Leonard. Robert Leonard. Does he wear 40? 90. 90. Yeah, that's a, that I, is, that's a sneaky one. What a that dumb is. number for a goalie. He's Some a Darren Poopa vibe. He's a clown, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jacob DeGrom. DeGr- oh, oh. Um, 56? 48. Oh, man. Was I picking 56? That's Scherzer? No. Who is 56? Who's 56 on the Mets? Alonzo's, what, 28? Anyway, forget it. This is like if we're going to do it the opposite way. We have no shot. Uh, Joe Mixon. Oh, Joey Mixon wears uh, 28? Yep. Nice. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, man. Is he 11? 45. I thought that was pretty crazy. I thought it was 11 or 17. (laughs) I had no shot. Devontae Adams. He wears 17. He does. Cat. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Is he... Is he number one? Oh, good guess. 32. But but no, but there's a... I think Anthony Edwards wears one on... Yeah, that's on, what it was. But for some yeah. reason, I thought I gave Anthony Edwards and he was actually 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he so, does. So then I was thinking... Maybe it's D'Angelo one. Russell. I'm yeah, not sure I, who wears one. Who knows? Drew Locke. He's worth three? Two. Uh, Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young. Oh, man. He's 11? Yep. Yeah. Um, Jordan Alvarez. Uh, Baseball ones are so hard, man. I know. Is he 25? 44. Oh, wow. Who is possibly calling I'll me never Los forget Angeles, that. California right now? Who knows? Not I. We got to call her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to call her on line one. Yeah. How are we doing? Yeah. All right. That's so that's it. The halftime show. I think you won. Yeah. I I, it was got like four. Okay. Yeah. It was, that was a good one. That was a good run, to be honest yeah, with I mean, you. It just did pretty good. I mean, if we can come together and get... 10 yeah. sometime as a whole. Yeah. I mean, we could give each other layups and, and win it. No, exactly. Oh, Batchkin, Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, holy smokes. It's like, oh, I've got no idea. Yeah. Tom Brady. <laughs> um, all right, Nate, we're going to move into quarter three here, and we're going to talk about the PGA Tour, and we're going to break down Mr. Will Zelatoris. I'm a big fan of this guy, man. He's mm-hmm. been knocking at the door for a year and a half now, man. He's been Mr. Runner-Up. We had Tony Finau vibes from him. We just couldn't finish. Yep. Whether it was missed putts or... Just playoff losses, man, and, and he finally gets it done in the, in the first round of the playoffs this this week, and and uh, super exciting in a playoff against Sepp Straka. Uh, they played the 18th hole twice, both parted uh, twice, and, and they ended up moving on to the 11th par three. And uh, Willie Z almost blows it in the well, he blows it in the hazard onto a brick wall. Then Sepp Straka just needs to, w- to hit the green to win the tournament. Blows it in the water. <laughs> Uh, they both go to the drop zone. Septrocks bulls it in the back bunker. Ends up making double. Um, Zalatoris makes a bogey. Wins the tournament. Willie Z gets his first dub. You love it, man. What a bunch of support he got on Instagram, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. Everybody just Tony. Like, love this guy. Yeah, Tony. Yeah. Tony's a beauty. I guess he's just a beauty. Where's Sebstraka from? Austria. Austria. Okay. Yep. 
I was looking at the flag the other day. Yep. And I was like, where is I, I thought it was, I thought I saw the Latvian flag there. Yeah. For some reason. It's similar. It's similar. Yeah, it's just it a little lighter red. Yep. 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 But uh, the fact Love that an Austrian is on the PGA Tour is remarkable. That is. The fact that Austrian play, like, anytime, okay, I mean, that, that could have come out poorly. The fact, I was going <laughs> to say the fact that Austrians on any tour, but it's like every sport, there's always like one Austrian yeah. and they're always like pretty solid. Yeah, for sure. Like, I guess minus football. Yes. I don't think there's any Austrian football players. Now, the NFL is a unique one, man, because it's not yes. like that sport's very prevalent outside of North America. Yeah. So it's uh, it's always unique when you have a European or, or some, you know. Can't be any Austrian baseball players either. That's definitely not that's, a sport. Yes, there. that's, no. It's, like, you get the odd hockey player. Like, <clears throat> what is yep. it? Uh, Thomas Vanek. Yes. Like, he was absolute filth. He was filthy. He had a great career. Yes, he did. Um, he might be the only one I can think of. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I'd leave that to your realm, but... Uh, Nate, uh, it's been an interesting week with the Live Tour and the PGA Tour, and Tiger Woods ended up flying in. This was an interesting scene. Flew in from Florida to Delaware to talk with the players, some of the top 20, 25 players in the PGA Tour, to talk about what the plan is moving forward to combat the Live Tour. He flew in with Ricky Fowler. They get off the private jet, got into a Nissan Pathfinder or something. I was like, what's going Can we get this guy a better whip? Yeah, legit. <clears throat> anyway, and Tiger was driving, which I was again like... <laughs> Like, come on, let Ricky drive. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Tiger's like, trust me, I got this. Yeah, 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 what could possibly yeah. go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, apparently uh, Ricky's having leg surgery this week. No, anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he flew in and they had a good chat. So uh, Rory, Xander, and JT all got interviewed after the meeting and they didn't really say much. They said it was a really quality meeting. But the one fact that they all drilled on was there's one voice in the golf world that everyone will listen to. And it's Tiger Woods. Oh, he yeah. is the he's the most powerful character in golf for good reason. And uh, as long as the PGA Tour has the Tiger Woods, um, you know, power and, and uh, authority, I mean, I think that they're going to be in okay shape. And I think yeah. that the you know, I think that this is there's going to be some positives drawn from this Live Tour. I think the guys over on the Live Tour will feel uh, the repercussions of leaving. And uh, and I I do I, I think that uh, Tiger leading and spearheading the uh, the um, you know. The PGA Tour's efforts moving yeah. forward, I think it's really good. Well, even him just, like, the, the talk that he was going to the meeting is just, like, instant news. Like, this guy's going to walk off that jet with his balls in a wheelbarrow, gets in the yeah. Nissan Pathfinder, like, walks into the meeting. I can only imagine. The oh. jaws are dropping. It's like, yeah, you see the video game? I'm on the cover, too. Like, Yeah, no, exactly. Like, you know who I am? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's been announced, Tiger's too. Tiger is in the mix. Yeah, PGA 2K23 will have Tiger back on the cover. Which, by the way, they just, like, straight up skipped a year in their game. Yeah. They didn't do 2K22, because we were all playing 21. Yeah. But... I don't know. Maybe the market's not that big, I guess, for uh, switch it up. Yeah, for the, the golf. Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe the graphics will change quite substantially. Uh, but there is some big news, Nate. Patrick Reed has sued Brandel Chambly, who is one of the biggest voices in the Golf Channel, for defamation of character. Dude, this guy's done enough for himself for defamation. I think he should be suing Twitter. I think he should be suing himself. Dude, he's such a clown, man. I don't think he wins this case because, I mean... He, Cheating on the golf course, one, is enough to just defame yourself. That's, yeah, exactly. You know, and anyway, it's just, it's outrageous. It's like, it would be like uh, Barry Bonds suing an analyst for defamation of character after you use steroids. Yeah. It's like, buddy, we're just analyzing what's going on yeah, here. exactly. You know, and you've so, cheated. So he comes out with the loss, like the prior lawsuit as well. And it's like, okay, yeah. man, like, yeah. 
this stuff's going to come out. Like, your character's not going to look good when you're doing these things. You know the stakes. Like, you know everyone in the PGA is completely against you. Yep. When you go to the live tour. Like, you're not... Like, it's you, just stupid. If you pulled 10,000 golf fans and said, who is your most hated player on the PGA or in the golf world? It would be, I would say, 75% of the votes would go to either... Patrick Reed or Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, hundred percent. You would agree with that? Yeah, 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 for sure. They're just such clowns. Like, who's man. who's another guy other than that's like for hated, mutually hated, like Nick Mickelson. Yeah, Mickelson would get some votes. Mickelson for sure. Sergio might sprinkle in a few. Yeah, that's right. He had a tough go, especially when he was doing the like when that, all that came out about when what was it on the hot mic or whatever. Yes, like, the hot this tour. Yes, exactly. And he was smashing his clubs in the bunkers. But it goes back to he was chirping Tiger. Yeah, yeah. With some potential racial motivated slurs. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we got the we got the BGA P, we got the BMW championship this we week. The, the round, BGA tour. Yeah. We've got the BMW championship this week, Nate, and it is in Delaware, and they're playing a course that they haven't played. It's it's round two of the playoffs. Who do you like this week, bud? I'm all over Zally. Yep. I'm all over Zally to go back to backy. I mean, he got hot. This is a classic story. You see it. We saw it with Rory early in the year. You know, you get one win, you get a little hot, and you string them together. What about Scotty Scheffler? You know anything about that? I like Scotty this week. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, he's never a bad bet. Like Coming Rory this week. Cut, right? Yep. So, I'm also on Sungjae. Yep. I haven't... This has not been a normal year for me. I have not been completely and utterly all up Sungjae's rear end. Yeah. However, he had a good week last week. Yeah, you're feeling good about part. his game, eh? Feeling okay. Yeah. And this would just be a hilarious pull for Sunday. <sighs> for sure, for sure. I'm also on Rory and yep. Morikawa. Okay, uh, like Morikawa, man, his new prototype, I'm getting that putter if they release it. What it is looks it? sick. It's just this blade putter, but it's like, it's not your typical back. It's like almost like a pyramid in, with flow. Okay. So like it's a layered, curved pyramid down, and then it's like a sharp edge at the end of the blade putter. It looks... Right. Really sharp. If you haven't seen the uh, the Morikawa prototypical or prototype putter, go check it out. But yeah, I'm we're excited for the BMW Championship this week. I'm back in betting. I'm back in DFS. I'm all set in my uh, golf this week, so I'm excited about it. Uh, but uh, Nate, that's going to conclude quarter three in the PGA Tour. Moving into a little bit of hockey, a little bit of basketball. LeBron James signs a two-year, ninety-seven point seven million dollar contract. Wow. Yeah. Wow is right. So this is. Uh, the basketball contracts confuse me, but so does that like a player option? So does he the contract he was going to have this year because he still had a year on his deal? Yeah. Does that eliminate that, or is this now he's three years? Yeah, I'm. You I know? think it might be three. I think so too. Yeah. Or maybe but he opted out. That's what I mean. Yeah, the opt out. He opted out and signed this. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. So he's waiting for Bronny James to come to the league to play with him, which is going to be fun. But I didn't. I wasn't sold that Bronny was going to be an NBA player or, or like a guaranteed NBA talent until this week when he's. I saw him flying down the court. He's in a senior year of high school, and he absolutely posterizes the wheels off a guy. And I was like, "Yep." That, that's looking like there's some potential there. Yeah. So, so Bronny James is now a lot of speculation where he's going to go to college. Nate, like, what do you think? Like Duke obviously would be awesome, but I think maybe he doesn't Ohio, strike me as a Duke though. I might be going to Ohio state Cleveland. Yeah. I could see that, man. It's going to be sick though. Imagine watching yeah. him in March madness. It's oh. going to be absolutely unreal. Yeah. And that'll be next season. Yep. Oh, let's absolutely feed. Yeah. So that's co- upcoming March. No, no. Oh, he's, Oh, they're just getting started. He's just going into his senior oh, year. Damn it, man. Yeah, so we got two years, yeah. Okay, that sucks. Okay, so that, that I guess that makes sense for the contract. Exactly. LeBron's done. Yeah. yeah. So, so Brownie get drafted. LeBron will sign where he signs. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Which would be kind of cool to see. Oh, it'd be cool. He could be anywhere. Yeah. I mean, he might be... Toronto. Can you imagine? Oh, my The gosh. Raptors drafted the, they got the Bronny Bronies. and they got LeBron James and LeBron James Jr. The thing, oh. the thing is, I feel like you're going to have that undoubtable prospect one that, that's going to go and then Bronny's going to go like... Because what is he? We'll see. Yeah, yeah. He's like projected, but like, man, if I'm sitting there, it, it say I have the two spot and I'm the Raptors, like, you're taking Bronny. Man, that's what I mean. Like, I'm yeah. taking Bronny. Just oh yeah. Because it's like, all right, whatever, man. We're gonna have our biggest financial season of yeah. all time. We're yeah. gonna have Bronny and Bronny Junior. Yeah. Heard of them? And yeah. We're gonna have them for maybe one season, but that doesn't matter. It would be so. We're sick going for the ship to have both James, son, and Scotty and- B. Oh, and Scotty B. Now we'll see what happens there. Nate, the 76ers and Ben Simmons have settled a grievance pay during the whole fiasco that went on last season. <coughs> I'm not sure, excuse me, what uh, what's go, what the settlement was, but we're going to move out of basketball and talk a little bit about the Leafs because the Leafs right now are very far away in contract talks with Rasmus Sundin. They signed Lilligren, I think it was to 1.75. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking to give him the same amount of money, and Sandine says, I'm better than he is. So he's I mean, not, uh, he's I mean, looking he for is. more money. Do you think he end, they end up shipping Sandine out? Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of thinking of like what a return package would be, and I just like, I literally don't know anymore what a package would be for him. Yeah. You know, is it nothing like, much. Is it, yeah. Prospects, second probably. Second round pick. Is it yep. another prospect? Like, I, I, I have no clue anymore what's going on. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. He's man. a good young defenseman. Oh, yeah, he's you know? very solid. Yep. Um, I mean, it's another left-handed defenseman on the Leafs in a yep. medley of left-handed defensemen. Yep. Um, but, yeah, he'd be he'd definitely be a guy you don't want to lose. But at the same time, you can't, like, they can't afford to pay him, like, three million bucks. No. So it, their hands are kind of tied on it. For sure. It would be a tough guy to lose. And Lilgren, man, this guy was supposed to be, like, a stud. Yeah. He's just, like, still just, like, coasting. No, for sure. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't, I don't know if he's going to go. I mean, you'd assume he's going somewhere. Maybe someone throws him the offer sheet. Definitely. You know, give him three million bucks. They probably aren't going to match it. I would not think. No. We'll see what happens. Nate, some interesting news uh, just out of uh, Calgary. Jonathan Huberto is going to donate his brain to CTE Research. I really appreciate this. I really like that move by Jonathan Huberto. Yeah. And I hope that some athletes contemplate this. Um, because it's helpful for the generations to come and the changes that are going to be needed to made to whether well, whether it's the helmets or whether it's just how the games are played. Yeah. Uh, so this so kudos to Jonathan Huberto and just finally Nate uh, the World Juniors the U.S. was upset by Czechia. Unbelievable loss Ridiculous, in the quarterfinals, man. I mean, this is the same Czech Republic team that, <coughs> that literally lost to Latvia. Yes. So I have no idea what's going on. And I mean, Switzerland kind of gave Canada a little bit of a spook. Hundred percent. So I mean, we we might be looking at some absolute Armageddon semifinals. So is it going to be? Does it go Czech Republic Canada, or is yes Finland Sweden Finland Sweden? Oh, okay, the Finland Sweden is an absolute heat bomb. Yeah, we'll be watching that for sure. Uh, Sweden had a scare against Latvia. Actually, Latvia tied it up one uh, one late in the second. Yes, they were going they bananas. Just snuck it out. Yeah, two one. So man, what a run that would have been. Latvia gets to the semis, dude. I would have loved it. Yeah, probably so, gonna be Finland, Canada. We're gonna, I'm gonna go with. Okay. For the final. Yeah, I don't mind it. All right, Nate. Firewagon dog water of the week to conclude the episode. My dog water of the week is the Jays management. Look at the money they've been spending. They spent it on Ryu, Don, Kikuchi, Socks, George Springer, Band Aid. I mean, the money that they've been dishing out, and plus two in this offseason, you're gonna have to, you know, spend some, or at least be in talks with Vladdy Jr. and Bobachet. I mean. It's, uh, it's been a really tough look for Jay's management, and um, they are my dog water of the week. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Patrick <coughs> Reed. Oh, my. This guy coming out with this as we just spoke yep. of, this stupid lawsuit. This yep. guy's an absolute 
dust bag, man. Yeah. Like, he's just such a nerd. You look right at him, and you're like, oh, my God, man. Yep. Like, look at this guy. He's a clown. So he's undoubtedly my dog water of the week. And finally, my fire wagon. This is a guy who finally got it done on the PGA Tour. His first win of many is going to be a major winner. I almost guarantee it. It's Will Zalatoris. Let's fucking go, Will. Let's absolutely eat. Uh, my fire wagon of the week, as I stated earlier, is Daddy's Irons. I've okay. Humming. <laughs> um, they call me Willie Z out there. And, you know, I get a lot of stuff online, as I've talked about before, about my golf game absolutely sucking. There's a guy in our chalkboard app telling me, I will take tips from anybody but Nate. <laughs> And by God, I'm telling you right now, I challenge you. <laughs> to a 1B1. Let's do a 1B1. All right, folks, that's going to uh, end the episode. We're actually going to have a unique episode set up on Sunday. So make sure you check out the YouTube on Sunday for what that's going to look like. But ladies and gentlemen, have yourselves a fantastic weekend. And make sure you follow us on all of our socials. <laughs>